0: Hey, I'm Kat, mom of three and founder of Ritual, the company setting a new standard in the supplement industry. When I was pregnant, I remember staring at my prenatal vitamins and thinking, what's in this stuff? All I found were vitamins high in heavy metals and lacking in the very essential nutrients we need. So we scoured the world for the best quality ingredients, backed by clinical studies, third-party tested, and Ritual's essential prenatal was born. Join our family of skeptics with 40% off your first month when you visit ritual.com podcast.
2: Movement that inspires. Limited inventory available. Call 800 333 Ford Kia for details. Always drive safely.
3: The Johnson Wax program with Fibber McGee and Molly. <laughs> Makers of Johnson's Wax Products for Home and Industry present Bipper McGee and Molly with Bill Thompson, Gail Gordon, Arthur Q. Bryan, and me, Harlow Wilcox. The script is by Don Quinn and Phil Leslie. Music by the King's Men and Billy Mills Orchestra. (laughs) Time certainly changed. Do you remember how our grandmothers tried to keep linoleum floors clean by continually scrubbing them? And how they used to litter the floor with newspapers while it was drying? It was an awful mess. And what did that scrubbing accomplish anyway? It was hard work. It never protected the linoleum. In fact, in time, cracks appeared. The linoleum split and had to be renewed. But that was before the days of Johnson's self-polishing glow coat. You'll never have a floor problem again once you start protecting your kitchen floors with this easy to use wax floor polish. Glowcoat Coat needs no rubbing or buffing. It's self-polishing. It dries in 20 minutes, leaving your floors sparkling with beauty and thoroughly wax protected against scratches, dirt, and wear. Its colors clear and fresh. And floors are so easy to keep looking nice with Glowcoat. Coat. Try it, won't you? But look, for a really bright shine, be sure to use Johnson's self-polishing Glow Coat. They say that homing pigeons flying over a radio tower get confused and lose their way. Well, that's what they get for being so nosy. The smarter pigeons stay home and listen to the radio in their own little nest. In this case, the nest is at 79 Wistful Vista. And our little feathered friends are... Bibber
4: McGee and Molly! <laughs> Boy, this new radio is sure an improvement over our old one, isn't it, Molly?
5: Almost has to be, dearie. Mm -hmm. All we could get on the old one was static. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And then only under favorable conditions. Well,
4: this one's a Lulu, kiddo. Wonderful tone, clear as a bell. Listen to it. Jingle
6: bells, jingle bells,
4: jingle
1: all the way. Whoopsie dooksy, soapsie, flakesie, bright and washy
5: day Oh. Let's throw it out and use the old one. (laughs)
4: Oh, I can get better
5: stuff. <laughs> <laughs> I had Fred
4: Waring this morning in the 76th Pennsylvanian.
5: He has 67, dearie. It
4: sounds like 76 on this radio. <laughs> now, let me see. I think WDR... And so ends another thrilling chapter of Esther a Dilemma.
5: Will Esther Mary Clint Doppelwhite, the
0: bubblegum salesman? Or will she go back to running a badger game with her schoolgirl sweetheart, Black Label Barton?
5: That's an interesting program if you don't take it too
4: seriously. <laughs> <laughs> I like it. <laughs> Everybody in it has so much grief, it makes my life look pretty rosy. One time You'll I... You'll again
0: tomorrow at the same time for another juicy hunk of life and the raw. Brought to you by a sponsor who naturally prefers to remain anonymous. <laughs> Your announcer is Mushmouth <laughs> Whipwell, who was born in 1902, so he could be with you at this more convenient
4: time. <laughs> Isn't that a swell tone, Molly? Best radio set we ever had.
5: Why do they call them sets, dearie? They're all in one piece.
4: No, they didn't used to be. My first radio set was two yards of bakelite with 18 dials, three <laughs> batteries, a morning glory horn, four headphones, and a pair of overshoes.
5: Overshoes? What were they for?
4: So I could run next door in the winter and tell the neighbors I had England on the short way. <laughs> hey, days,
5: did you really tune in England?
2: No, I
4: just thought I had them. There was some stuff that looked like tea running out of the radio, but it was only a melted wire. <laughs> Now, let me see. There ought to be a newscast about now. And
2: now for the local news brought to you by Capistrano, the root beer with the swallows that come back. (laughs) Capistrano root beer has that extra tangy goodness which is so good at parties, on picnics, and used in squirt guns against vicious dogs. Come on,
4: come on, come on. Give us the news.
2: And now, news... The greatest manhunt this city has seen in years is being pressed throughout the downtown area this morning in an effort by city, state, and county police to corner the four Desperados who shot their way out of state prison, leaving a toll of four dead and three wounded. My God, Isn't that terrible? In a running gun battle with city police early today, the gunmen abandoned their getaway car near the railroad yards and are believed to be in hiding on the south side of town.
4: They ought to drag out the thronet. Just throw out the
2: dragon. (laughs) These escaped convicts are desperate killers, and the police department urgently requests that women and children stay off the streets until they're captured.
5: Why should anybody want to capture the women and children? <laughs>
4: he means the desperiado.
5: Oh. Just imagine four desperate killers loose in distance. I won't sleep a wink tonight, Jimmy. I wonder if I
4: ought to go down and volunteer my services to the police.
5: My hero.
4: On the other hand, my first duty is to stay here and protect you.
5: My husband.
4: Oh, if I got. Maybe, though, if I got out my old shotgun. My goodness. Don't go to the door, Molly. Don't answer. It might be them Colonel.
5: Well, why should they go around ringing doorbells? This isn't Halloween. Come in. You see, dear, it's only Mr. Wimple. Hello, folks.
4: Hi, Wimple. Hey, you hadn't ought to be out on the
7: street today, don't you know that? Me, on account of the way I look. This black eye and all these bruises and everything. Well, now that
5: you think of it, Mr. Wimble, you are sort of banged up, aren't
4: you? Did them desperados do it, Wimp?
7: No, Mr. McGee. Taced, yes. He <laughs> face, that's my big old wife. Yeah, we know. But why'd she do that to you? <laughs> well, she
5: was
7: <laughs> riding along in the car and I was driving and key faces was in the back seat and she kept saying, Wallace, get going. Wallace Slow down. Wallace, look out for that truck. Wallace, be careful. Yeah, and then what? Well, I finally turned around and said, any time you get tired, honey, I'll drive a while. (laughs) Next thing I knew, I was in the back of a drugstore drinking ammonia. You'd
4: better be careful, Wimp. There's four killers loose in town. Desperate murderers. They'll bump you off on sight.
7: Are they all men?
5: Well, yes, they are.
7: Well, yeah. afraid of just men.
4: <laughs>
6: I'm
7: going out in the woods with my bird book, and I'd like to see anybody stop me.
4: With your what, Lance?
7: My bird book.
4: <laughs>
7: I'm going out and watch birds today.
5: Mr. Wimple, is there any real future in bird watching? Uh, what do you expect to
7: get out of it? Well, eventually, I hope to go in business with my brother, Mrs. McGee. He's a storekeeper. Storekeeper, eh? What does he sell? He doesn't sell anything. He keeps short.
6: Goodbye.
4: Shortkeeper. <laughs> My gosh! Turn of all... the
5: radio on again, McGee. I want to see what's happening.
4: Okay, but I hope they don't call for volunteers to help catch them, Mugs. I'd feel I had to go. Me being a war veteran World War One, <laughs> the big war. I'd...
2: Go ahead, turn it on.
4: Okay, but well, I hope they cornered us.
2: away out of a police trap near the post office and escaped in a stolen car. All roads leading out of the city are being blocked, and a posse of citizens is being formed at the city hall.
4: Hmm, boy, I'd join that posse in a minute if I didn't have to go to New York on business.
2: What business?
4: I don't know, but I'll think of something.
2: The police commissioner has just issued a plea for all able-bodied war veterans and retired police officers to come to the city hall immediately, armed if possible. Hmm. Keep tuned to this station for first... Per-
4: oh, able-bodied men, he said well, looks like I'd have to do my duty. Oh,
5: no, McGee, not you. Those men are dangerous. Why, you might... No! Well,
4: come to think of it, able-bodied means perfect health. And that ingrown toenail I got on my left foot. Hey, what am I saying? You wouldn't want me to be a coward, would you? Or would you? No, I wouldn't. You wouldn't, eh? <laughs> you don't put up much of a fight, do you? Oh, well, where's my double barrel shotgun? My gosh, I loaned that gun to Wimple just before Christmas, didn't I? Ha-ha, <laughs> I can't go. No shotgun. He brought it back last week, did he? What? Why, that dirty little. I'll never lend him anything again as long as I live. Well, where is it?
6: Right
4: here in the hall closet. I really ought to stay home and clean out that closet. (laughs) in the office
3: and Canadian papers <laughs>
4: double-barrel shotgun, a box of shells, an air raid warden's helmet, a mess kit, a pair of handcuffs.
5: Handcuffs? Where on earth did you get some handcuffs?
4: They come with that box of magic tricks. Remember the time I put on the magic act at the Elks Club and I had somebody lock me in these handcuffs? And I had the key hidden in my mouth where I could drop it into my hand and Doc Gamble slaps me on the back and says, good luck, boy, and I swallowed the key. <laughs>
5: Remember? Yes, I do. Then how did you get out of the handcuffs?
4: Held up my arms, let them slide down to my shoulders, and took them off over my hips. <laughs>
5: Why, McGee, that's impossible.
4: Not if you know magic. Now, <laughs> ah, Mr. better take a flashlight.
5: McGee, now, you're not going to stay out after dark with those desperados in town.
4: Of course, if you're worried, Snooky, I'll stay home. You are worried, aren't you? Okay, I'll stay home.
5: No. <laughs> no, dearie. I won't have you making any such sacrifice for me. You go join the posse. I
4: know what I'll do. I'll call the police. I'll tell them I'll take charge of this district, and my headquarters will be right here, and if they want me for anything, they can come. Come in. Oh,
5: hello, Dr. Gamble. Do come in. Hello,
4: my dear. And how are you today, turtle brain? <laughs> Hi, kidney snooper. How's everything in the world of medicine, as if you'd know? Your medical, edu- your medical education having ended when you discovered that baldness was caused by lack of hair. <laughs>
5: McGee, now, don't talk that way to the doctor. He's forgotten more than you ever remembered. Let him
4: talk, my dear. He fascinates me. How a man with a brain so small can talk so big is something I like to puzzle over on long winter evenings. (laughs) The evenings wouldn't seem so long, Melon Belt, if you'd get married. Why don't you and Cece Tremaine get hitched?
5: McGee, now, it's really none of our business, you know. But uh, why why didn't you ever get married, Doctor?
4: I've been trying to find a woman with whom no other woman could find any fault. <laughs> About as foolproof a way to stay single as any I know. <laughs> well, as long as you've got no responsibilities, skin grafter, why don't you go down to City Hall and join the posse? What posse?
5: Heavenly days, didn't you hear the news, Doctor? There are four escaped convicts hiding out on the South Side, and the police are asking all able-bodied men to help find
4: them. Uh, able-bodied lard hips. <laughs> Means being able to cross your legs without using a block and tackle. let
6: <laughs>
4: lets you out. Look, custard muscle. <laughs> Remarks about other people's physical condition come badly from you. Well, I didn't... You yourself have the fresh, ruddy complexion of a soiled tennis ball. <laughs> yeah, but your I... Your chest is flatter than a sharecropper's wallet.
5: Yeah, but he only... Your
4: lungs are so full of nicotine, they won't even let you blow up the balloons for the elk's party. Oh, your arches are flatter than yesterday's beer, and if you were ever boiled down for fat, you'd make enough cheap soap to scour the Lincoln Highway from Turkey Run, Indiana to Buffalo Hump, Wyoming. Oh,
5: now, listen, I don't Furthermore, think...
4: <laughs> if you'll excuse the interruption, my dear. That's
5: all
4: right. <laughs> little scorpion... Little scorpion face here has about as much resilience as a flophouse mattress and the dynamic energy of cold oatmeal. <laughs> Shall I continue, wagon tongue, or does that give you a faint idea of your limitations? Hmm. Uh,
5: did you say you didn't know anything about those escaped convicts, Doctor? Or the big manhunt?
4: No, but that's hardly surprising. I delivered four babies before breakfast, did three tonsillectomies before lunch, and x-rayed a bear just before I left the hospital.
5: You x-rayed a bear, Doctor? A grizzly bear?
4: No, one of the Chicago bears. <laughs> followed his nose guard in a scrimmage. (laughs)
6: Well, be
4: careful if you go chasing gangsters, McGee. You're overweight even without a skin full of buckshot. Good day, my dear. (laughs) They will, too, let me blow up the balloons for the elk's party.
5: But you will be careful, won't you, dear? You won't come home full of buckshot, will you?
4: No, of course not. Hey, turn the radio on. Let's see if they caught them guys. If they have, I won't have to all go. All right, all
5: right. My radio's a wonderful invention. You can hear more things to worry about in five minutes than our grandparents heard in five weeks. It's almost... And that
0: concludes another thrilling episode in the life of Marsha Tumbleweed, girl acrobat. Will and Dolliver return the turquoise hoover button to the FBI in time to prevent Shanghai Lil from dynamiting the haunted cafeteria where John's other brother is slowly drowning in a vat of clam chowder? <laughs> Tune in again tomorrow at this same time. Or if you really want to hear it, 15 minutes earlier.
5: <laughs> Remind me to tune in on Marsha
4: Tumbleweed, McGee Me too, a turquoise hoover button And right? now,
0: our surprise guest for today A man who
3: needs no introduction So I'll give him to you, Colt <laughs> Thank you, George <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Johnson's self-polishing blowcoat Is the easiest to use polish for your kitchen linoleum you can
5: buy My goodness, that sounds like Mr. Wilcox It does, I wonder if he's
3: Johnson's blowcoat needs no rubbing or buffing Just pour a little out, spread
5: it around, and presto Try another station, McGee <laughs> Here's
4: one.
3: And presto, a sparkling, gleaming linoleum that resists wear and stain. That's clean and easy to keep clean. Johnson's self-polishing glow coat eliminates...
4: It be all over the dial. Glow Here.
3: eliminates old-fashioned floor
1: scrubbing.
4: It's, it's, it's waxy again.
5: He must have poured himself out and spread himself around. <laughs> Try
3: Johnson's self-polishing glow coat today, girls. Remember, the hours you save in the kitchen, you can use to be bewitching.
2: And now, a news bulletin. Here it is. Good. Attention, please. The governor has offered a reward of $10,000 for the capture of the four escaped convicts who have been terrorizing the community since dawn this morning. $10,000, dead or alive. Hot
4: dog, 10 grand.
2: Listen. The police are still requesting armed citizens, ex-servicemen, and retired police officers to join the posse. Report at the city hall for assignments. Keep tuned to this station. That
4: does it, Molly. I see my duty now. Ten thousand bucks. I got to join that pocket. Hand me my air raid tell me.
5: Here you are. What are all those dents in
4: it? I wear this to play golf on the public links. Some of them sharpshooters can knock your teeth out at 400 yards. Where's my flashlight?
5: Here, but there's no battery in it.
4: Good. Makes a wonderful cigar case. Where's my hunting knife?
5: It's upstairs, dearie. I'll go get it. Now, don't leave without telling me. Oh,
4: okay, you? Mommy, I won't. Ah, oh, there goes the good kid. She knows I'm scared stiff to join this posse, but will she say anything? Not her. She's got principle. I'd be just as glad if she didn't have The so bad right as much of it, too.
6: <laughs>
4: She's only asked me to stay home and sit. Protect... Come in. Hi, mister. Oh, hi, sis. <laughs> hey, you shouldn't be out on the streets today, teenie. It's too dangerous.
5: See, I'll say so, mister. Gotcha. The way people drive is just terrible. What? <laughs> My daddy says walking may be healthy, but a lot of pedestrians wind up in a run condition. <laughs>
4: I wasn't referring to traffic conditions, sis. There are four very desperate characters loose in this town. They're killers. Get in their way, and you'd get bumped off like a jockey with boils.
6: <laughs> oh,
5: nobody'd hurt the little girl, I betcha. Everybody likes little children because they're so unsophisticated. So what? That's what I say, Mr. So what? <laughs> See, I'll bet you anybody... Wait a
4: minute, wait a minute. What was that you said, little children are so what?
5: UnSophisticated. Yeah.
4: Hmm? I said, yeah, that was it.
5: That was what? That was what you said. What?
4: Unsup- what was that again?
5: UnSophisticated. That's it. What about it? Oh,
4: skip it. Nothing.
5: <laughs>
4: I was just amused. Now, look, Tina, you better run along home till we get things straightened out around here. I don't want you to worry about it now, but, well... Well... The men broke out of jail, you see. Oh. Yeah, now, I shouldn't have mentioned it to you in the first place. It's yes. nothing for a child to worry about at all, but... Oh. oh. Are they
5: real bad men, mister?
4: Are they, hmm? Pretty bad, me. These are men who broke out of prison. Now, but skip it. It's nothing a little girl like you would even understand. You run along home now, and you stay there.
5: Okay, mister. If this is one of those deals where a bunch of lifers throw a heater on the coppers in the bullpen, raid the gun rack, and blast away out of storage with a tommy gun, I want no part of it anyhow. What? <laughs> uh, because if they're the kind of servlers that chop down a harness bowl with a typewriter and try to beat the rat by taking it on the lam for the big time. in a hot car, I'm going to scram till the heat's off. <laughs> I'll be home under the bed, mister. So long. Sure, I
7: think that's good, then,
3: Here are the King's Men singing My Pretty Girl. My
6: pretty girl, my pretty girl, I'm always dreaming of you. My pretty girl, my pretty girl, my daughter's how I love you. Promise. Promise me, you will never grieve me. Promise me, you will not deceive me. Oh, my pretty girl. And dancing, as we dance, cuddle up and squeezy, as we dance, cuddle up and tease, as we dance, cuddle up and tease, oh my pretty girl, with with me through the night, let's Me. Promise me you will never see me. Promise
4: me you will not deceive me. Oh, my pretty, pretty girl. Well, here I go to join the manhunt, Molly. Have I got everything? No,
5: you haven't got the kitchen sink, but that's about the only thing you're not carrying
4: this posse business is a serious thing. A man can't have too much equipment. Let me see now. I'm a flashlight, shotgun, handcuffs, a scout knife, rope, sun helmet and show snooze.
5: Sun helmet and snowshoes?
4: You betcha. Snowshoes. When McGee gets on a man's trail, he follows it through desert heat and arctic snow. Now, McGee never gives up. Well, here I go. Good luck, dearie. Thank you. I wonder if I've forgotten anything. I
5: don't know what it
4: would be. I wonder if I ought to take some jelly sandwiches. No, no, I guess not. Well, so long, kiddo. Goodbye, McGee. You sure you won't be afraid? All alone in the house? Not a bit. I feel like a dog leading you here alone and unprotected. Matter of fact, a dog wouldn't be guilty of such behavior. Do I want to be more disloyal than a dog? No, by George. I'll stay here and fight at the side of the woman I love. With my back to the wall, I'll fight to the last. What's the matter? I had my back to the wall and there was a nail in the woodwork. Remind me to have that. Come in. Well,
5: for goodness sakes, Mayor Latrivia.
4: Good day, Your Honor. Good day, Mrs. McGee. Hello, McGee. Hi,
1: Latrivia. What are you all equipped for, McGee? If you're going to establish a covered wagon trail to California, you're too late. The railroad has gone through. He
5: was going to join the posse, Mr. Mayor.
4: Posse? What posse? What do you mean, what posse? What kind of a half-baked mayor are you, Latrivia? Half the town's scared to death of some escaped killers, and the mayor himself don't know anything about it. A fine state of how do you do. How do you do? Fine, thanks. How's it? Good <laughs> interrupting. Where have you been, Latrivia? Don't you know they've issued an emergency call for every able-bodied man to get himself a gun and join the posse? You don't know anything about that, Mr. Mayor?
1: Why, no. I've been out of town all day and haven't checked with my office. Why, this is terrible.
4: What's it all about, McGee? Brief me. Uh, briefly. Early this morning, Latriv, four lifers crashed out of the state pokey, knocked off the guards, stole a car, shot their way out of several police traps, holed up now on the south side of town. Ten grand reward for them, dead or alive. Good heavens. I'd better get right down to City Hall and get that hunt organized. Come on, McGee. Let's go. Oh, uh... oh okay, Latriv. Will I polish up my shotgun a while longer? Wait,
1: um... wait. There's no time to wait, McGee. I'm going. If you're afraid to come along, I'll go alone. What?
4: You think I'm going to stand here and let our mayor go out on that street without protection, do you? Good for you, dear. Risk the life of our city's chief executive? Let him walk into them gangsters alone and unprotected? No, sir. Thank you, McGee. Here, you take my shotgun. (laughs) I'll stay here and phone the city hall later to see if you made it. hmm?
6: Great
1: Scott, man.
4: This is no time to argue. This is a crisis.
1: What are we anyway? Men or mice?
5: Oh, sit down, both of you, Now, fix you some cheese sandwiches. <laughs>
4: yes, that'll be a... Uh, no, no. Uh, where did you get this information, anyhow, oh, McGee? Where did I get it on yes. my new radio? My gosh, it's been on the radio all day. Turn it on again, All right.
5: right. Maybe they've caught the gangsters, but... I just found the big manhunt,
2: folks. The escaped convicts are trapped in a loft building in the warehouse district. There. Police have the building surrounded, and chemical experts are on their way to the scene with tear gas. That's it. Stay tuned to this station for further development. This is station WHPO, Fort Worth,
5: Texas.
1: Texas, oh dear. Take off your helmet, officer. Your crime wave is washed up. Texas, oh, this is wonderful.
4: (laughs)
3: Have you a long list of good resolutions this year? If you're like me, you have plenty of material to work on. But I can't refrain from tossing just one at you in case you haven't realized the work you can save by adopting the wax housekeeping method. I'm sure you've heard me say before that Johnson's Wax is more than a product for beautifying your home. It's a labor-saving way of keeping house. By regular applications of Johnson's Wax to your floors, furniture, and woodwork you not only protect these surfaces against wear and tear, you also keep your home cleaner all year and save yourself lots of work. Of course, you know how lovely Johnson's Wax makes things look. Everything it touches glows and sparkles with beauty. Johnson's Wax gives a rich, mellow polish to everything from floors to leather articles, from Venetian blinds to radios and a hundred other things. Try this wonderful wax method of housekeeping. Resolve right now to have a bright, shining home this year with less work. Using genuine Johnson's wax. You'll want to use all three forms paste, liquid, and cream. Oh,
5: stop grousing around, dearie, just because you couldn't join the party. Oh, it ain't that.
4: I'm still sore, Doc Andrew. Why now? He said if I hadn't met any gangsters, they'd have picked me off like a sitting duck.
5: Well, why should that make you angry?
4: He said with my shape, it'd be a natural mistake.
5: Mm. <laughs> Good night. Good night, all. <laughs>
3: This is Harlow Wilcox speaking for the makers of Johnson's Wax Products for home and industry, inviting you in to be with us again next Tuesday night. Good night. This is
1: NBC, the National Broadcasting Company. This is Chicago WMAQ.
7: the okay.
6: conditions 18 plus.